dream, we a 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 dream, 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 Hello and welcome to the Dreamweaver podcast, the Sigourney Weaver podcast that you did not know that you needed. Whoa, calm down, John. There's no need to get angry about their ignorance. But there's no need to stay calm about it either. John, it's imperative. John, we are here to inform people about Sigourney Weaver and losing our cool is not going to help anyone. If they we just, can't stay calm at a time like this, who can? They just didn't know, John. They didn't know. Yeah. Well, it's okay to blame them for that, right? No, it's not. John, we want them to listen to this podcast. They've got to do the world. We should start so uh, aggressively confrontational. Mm -hmm. I feel confrontational. I feel angry about this. And by listening to this episode, you are lessening the degree to which I am very upset with you. So thanks for being here. That's a great foot to start on. Why don't you tell the people (laughs) your name so that they know who to blame? My name is John. Arbuckle. Arbuckle. I have a cat. Its name is Barfield. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get sued. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a good call. Thank you. He's constantly sick. (laughs) Barf. And he loves risotto. (laughs) We're uh, just off to a wonderful and start. And he yeah. hates Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> no one's quite sure why. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- th- this is a podcast all about Sigourney Weaver. We love mm-hmm. Sigourney. We've seen a lot of her movies. I would say about half of them at this point. Just My name is Ben Bear, by the way. I was going to get there. Oh. You just jumped the shark a little bit, but, you know. That's why Hi, they ben. call me the shark jumper. Hey, uh, and who's our uh, third co-host i'm the other host and you you don't need to know my name it's well. siri <laughs> we have a really good how can iPhone. i help you we have iphone 34 siri uh, you can never help me <laughs> never come in <laughs> never talk to me again siri wow we are really coming out swinging at the things we don't like or at least yep. you two are I, I want i want people i want siri to know i i never have wanted to talk to her and i never will want to talk to her that's you know i hate thursdays harsh. too Okay, well, I'm glad we're all just getting this all on the table. Ben, what do you hate? Um, boy, I hate the wave. Uh, you go to a sporting event. I know none of us have done it recently, but everyone starts standing up, and you don't want to stand up. You want to watch the up. game because you're chair. here to see the thing, and people get mad at you for not standing up, and they're like, come on, you got to do the wave. And like the wave is like, maybe it was cool at one point, but now it's just like completely unoriginal and uh, totally expected to the point that it almost exists as self-parody. It's basically like the song Hallelujah of professional sporting events. It's just bad. Uh, yeah, what a I know shitty song. <laughs> What? what I, look, I'm not saying Hallelujah is a bad song. I'm saying it's been done so many times that each new cover adds nothing to the larger artistic conversation. Especially you can say that again. Thank you. Um, I no, won't. I, why, why you know what I words? hate more than the wave itself? The guy leading it. Really? Like the guy who goes down and he's oh, like, you mean everybody, the... come on! Let's do the wave! Like See, that guy. I, I've never met that person. In my and, experience, is always 10-year-olds who try to start the wave. And I want to tell them, like, look, I know you understand. I know you think this is cool and this is something that brings you joy right now. Uh, but one day you're going to grow up like me and all the things you used to love will just be um, empty husks of what they used to be, just sort of emotionless reminders of feelings that you can't feel anymore. Oh, I got to um, tell you, at, at, a, at Bush Stadium, it's always some drunk 40-year-old. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's like 
trying to work through something. <laughs> just in front he just of wants to be a part of something bigger than himself. Yeah. Wow. wow. Uh, what is this podcast why, about? Why we're we here, here for Sigourney, and oh. and and we have goals. We're just very bad at talking about yeah, them. Yeah, sure. What are we they? Are. Uh, yeah. So, what are they? Well, <laughs> guys, we've been doing this podcast for a long time. I feel like what are, we should know. Olivia, we both forgot. We what, what's our first? Goal, I'm what's my I feel first like you guys name? are not really committed to this endeavor we've been doing this over a year i feel like you're really not committed to this bit that john and i forgot <laughs> this thing that we've been doing for over a year <laughs> i am sometimes i doubt committed. your commitment to sparkle motion <laughs> <laughs> olivia what are our goals well our first goal is to watch every single sigourney weaver movie in chronological order why and tell wow. you tell you good listener all about it why would we do that why? To what end? To save them Wait. time. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yes. To, to tell you which ones. Yeah. Good instead God, of don't inst- watch this one. Oh, okay. Instead of watching a movie, why don't you listen to this podcast? It's roughly it's about as long, long, even maybe longer than <laughs> the movie. Some cases longer. Hey, yeah. but in about half the cases, we can guarantee that this podcast has more entertainment value. And that's <laughs> in, true. In about ten percent of the cases, the movies are very hard to find. Now, the reason we're doing this is is just you know pie in the sky mm. to meet the one the only Sigourney <laughs> Weaver herself whoa that's a weird wow that's a weird that, that took a weird turn there at the end um yeah we want to meet her and <laughs> that's it that's all we, we think ask. that through her movies she she is partially sentient through her movies okay um so what? she can she can actually <laughs> I don't know, like feel going. our presence watching those movies and so okay. the more that we watch the more you know peripherally aware, aware. she is oh. of our existence this is i'm not gonna lie olivia this is what very close to what john hinckley said about jodie foster after he tried to kill ronald reagan not making that up well um I'm the so good news is like sigourney's like, safe because we're not actually gonna go for her we're gonna channel it into something yeah even like weirder. to be fair no one tried to shoot jodie foster that's true sigourney is safe mm-hmm. anyway i feel i feel seen in a way i didn't expect today all right um, I'll stop talking now. So those are those are our two goals. Just to summarize, uh, watch all the movies and meet the Sigourney. Yeah, that's it. That's all we want. Boom, done. Right. Great. And what what was the movie that we watched uh, for today's episode? Uh, huh? We watched a little movie called Heartbreakers. Mm. It is uh, based on. <laughs> Olivia, I'm disappointed that that was not much louder. You really, I no, I like, I like how it was. <laughs> I like. I was how trying she to remember the, the next line like, of the song. Is, is what I was really trying to do. So don't you mess around with me. Yeah. Hot peppers, right? Hot, hot, heartbreakers, hot peppers. It's a, it's a series of sort of like. It's a Thomas commercial. It's basically like the Fairly Odd Parents theme song. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that? That, that for that some weird reason bridge that, that it has. Yeah, I I made uh, for some reason like I feel like Baba Ganoush is in there somewhere. I no, know it's, it's not, not, but I I did recently make Baba Ganoush, which is why I was like, okay. Baba Ganoush. Um, Large fries, chocolate shake. Yeah, that's how it ends. I 
how do we get mm-hmm. to Baba Ganoush from from that? Uh, uh, Babushka. So um, John, we so watched the movie Heartbreakers. We watched the movie Heartbreakers. And uh, today we're going to be doing the rest of this podcast in a Russian please accent. Please don't. <laughs> please, God. Please don't. Like Sigourney. All right. Keep going. Okay, so this movie, this movie, Heartbreakers, when did this come out? 2001. 2001. You know how you also know that? Because the two towers are in it. Uh, the, oh. the two towers, my favorite the Lord towers, of the Rings movie. Yes, those, we're back to that. Two towers. The, the secret they mission have, of this <laughs> podcast is to get you to watch two towers. Two towers. Parentheses. Oh. No relation. <laughs> yes. Um, the World Trade Center. Yeah. Uh, uh, who directed this? Do we know? I don't know, but it's I do know that Anne Roth did Sigourney's um, costuming. Is the only thing I noticed from this, the credits, the oh. the opening credits, because. And I and then I just knowing that she had her own costume director for this whole movie put her costumes in such a different <laughs> light to me. And I just wanted to know why Anne Roth. Why did you make the decisions you made? I uh, I got very John. interested in the, in the credits when I saw Sarah Silverman and Zach Galifianakis. Yes. You didn't recognize them right away. <laughs> no, in the in the Baby credits Jack. at the beginning, I was like, oh, "Ooh, okay. like this movie's going to be much funnier than I thought it was going to be." I wasn't paying attention to the opening credits when I saw those two. I was very surprised, and then I also realized, well. "Well, it was 2001, so they probably don't have much to, to many lines." No, no, they were barely um, out of kindergarten. John, <laughs> they looked so um, young. Oh man, uh, it was just a very short beard on Galifianakis. Sarah yeah. Silverman looked exactly the same because she's one hundred percent and like she that. will forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this was directed by David Merkin. Uh, oh, who's written for sitcoms for the likes of Gary Shanley and Larry Sanders. So uh, I guess who is also Gary Shanley now that I think about it, but he's best known for working on the Simpsons. So he has a good comedy pedigree. Yeah. So this should be a good movie, right? For sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. So this movie opens <laughs> with a choir singing and it looks like the choir is actually singing, which is cool. Yeah. I love it when the music matches up with the you know, it's the a lot musicians. easier to lip sync than it is to say, um, fake pretend to play the five string banjo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as the camera sort of uh zooms out, we realize that not only are we in a church, but there's a very special occasion happening in this church. There is a wedding going on, my heart is soaring already, mm-hmm. um, and I'm wondering how this is going to go wrong because, you know, the name of the movie is Heartbreakers. Uh, there's got to be a heart what gets broke. Uh, indeed. Uh, so, Every time. shortly after the wedding, we hear the I do. Um, this wedding that, uh, features a blue wedding dress. Yes, and I feel like we're not talking about the most important facet of this wedding, <laughs> which is walking down the aisle, the bride is. The lady for whom we've devoted this entire podcast, it is Sigourney Weaver's wedding. Indeed it is. is And we're so happy for her. Right. Um, Finally. It's a quick quick entrance for her. We go to the reception right after Mm -hmm. that. Like the focus of this movie is not on the wedding. No, Uh, we are moving fast. uh, And then there, like you see uh, bride and groom dancing. um, And then bride Sigourney, she gets a little handsy. She gets a little tongue and earsy at this point. And the husband. Very sexual movie from. God, she's so sultry in this scene. It was was really. She's so sultry and like. No, but this was like. But especially like. Yeah. 
This whole it's opening a, bit this, was this like this is a, a horny film. There aren't enough movies where tongues go in ears. I will say. No. That. Oh, I didn't and, say it was a bad. And thing. the ones actually, that's not true. I feel like there are millions of those. There They're are just problems. not. Yeah, you just got to know where to look. Just They're not on God. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the husband's like, okay, that is my cue to take you back to our hotel room and to put parts of me in parts of you. However. And, uh. Here's, here's the thing. He seems more desperate than just like, yes, I'm horny. It's like, we've never done this. Yes. Yeah. This is later learn. Yeah. While he's carrying her into the hotel room. This will be their first time. She has insisted upon saving herself from marriage. Yes, she's very religious. Yes. Um, but So we are but led they, to believe. They don't go there yet no. uh, because the husband's best man comes up and he says, hey, isn't it tradition for me to dance with your bride? And uh, I was I've the never best heard man of at that. my brother's wedding and did not dance with my sister-in-law. I haven't heard that, but never I'm not going to fight it tradition. either. Um, sure. And Sigourney is like, oh, you can wait while I dance with him. And then she doesn't mm-hmm. stop dancing with people all night. <laughs> no. At the end of the night, she's dancing with a busboy. I don't understand how that guy singing Sinatra covers was still standing. Right. Uh, it he seemed taken... to be doing great, though. That's the point of Killing crooning, it. though, is you don't really have to... You don't I have mean, to... It, it's crooning. It takes a lot out of you. Crooning. No. You I ever mean, crooned like, before, John? The whole point of crooning Crean. is that it was like, you know, the first thing where you relied on the microphone for amplification, so mm. you didn't have to sing very loud to be heard. You're still going to get dehydrated. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You got to take care of your vocal folds. You sure <laughs> do. But why wasn't he singing? Heartbreakers! Because that song... All night. Couldn't go oh in this movie without it being very on the nose. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't think that would have stopped it. Anyway. Sigwibby dances with everybody. And everybody getting a piece and, of Sigourney. And this busboy has his hands all up on her butt by the end Just of the night. And at this point, the husband's like, who I should mention is Ray Liotta? Yeah. Yeah, he is Ray Such Liotta. a strange role for him. Oh, man. It, so yeah, crazy. for sure. Um the husband's like, okay, we're done. Like, Ray Liotta, whose name is Dean in this film, grabs Sigourney and is like, I need to get laid right now. And takes her, this is where we learn right that she's now. very religious. They've never done it before, but it's apparently going to be super worth the wait. And the uh, next Because scene, she's clearly very slutty. My fav- <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, my Is him too. trying to put the key no. in No. The- <laughs> it is the, like, minute-long run down the hallway <laughs> with him carrying Sigourney. It, it is a hundred percent Sigourney because she's so tall. She takes up like the entire span <laughs> of this hallway and yeah. they sh- like it, they show him running down the whole thing. Like, yes, I understand the whole, like carry the bride over the doorstep or whatever. That's normal. But yeah. since it's like when he carried her from carry the reception. The, yeah. <laughs> I think we're supposed to understand she is. She he is like drunk. put her in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised. Should have just like thrown sure her over can... his shoulder at yeah. that point. Well, but it was that's not very romantic. Amazing. Carry a uh, new bride like a sack of potatoes. But right, efficient. The sure. I so guess. he tries to put the hotel key into the door and it doesn't work. And he's like, "Well, I don't have time for this." And he just kicks, kicks it, it down. Beautiful. Uh, so good. And. Uh, we he he sits in a chair. He places his his bride 
on the floor such that she is standing. And then... Oh, uh, my... God. She undresses, she pulls up her wedding dress, and she's wearing basically a single tight from a single from lace tight that looks from her toes oh God, all the way up to her boobs. Like yeah, barely, it's... barely the boobs. Let's let's be honest. Well, she's got a bra on. Well, yeah, it, but and it's it like, barely covers. It's the real, bra. it's real booby. And you know what? Looks pretty good. She looks great. She looks fantastic. This he may has... be the sexiest Sigourney we've seen. Yeah. We've seen a lot of a lot of sides, a lot of facets. This I mean, is, there's, we've there's seen a lot sultry, of leggy like, entrances. Ghostbusters. This is this is Ghostbusters level, like sexy Sigourney. This but is she, Sigourney at her man eateriest. Like we've seen, <laughs> we've seen sexy Sigourney um, in bits and pieces, uh, but she really maintains it through a lot of this movie. God, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he he takes out a knife to cut her out of this thing because he, he tries flipping it off and he, and he can't. I yeah, he has the switchblade, which uh, you're like, why does he have that? Okay. But well, that'll become later. that'll become. I clear. mean, yeah, he's like he's a Jersey guy with like Sinatra songs at his wedding. It's like it's all but straight up said that he's a caricature of a mafioso, yeah. right? Um, and so why they cast once him. he once <laughs> yeah. he cuts her out of her tight. Um, he starts at singlet. Yeah, he starts at her feet and you know kisses his way up the leg mm-hmm. and we hear Sigourney giving these soft moans. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and then <laughs> she, she she's is out. she's gone. <laughs> uh and in you know I I got to say that as as horny as this guy was, yeah. he is a he is a good faithful husband and doesn't do well, anything creepy at this point. That's true. Uh, he just he's faithful at this point (laughs) he empties uh, an ice bucket into his pants to deal with his situation that he has going on the responsible Uh, thing to do so so Ray Liotta um, just you know he goes to bed with you know frostbite or something he (laughs) puts a robe on Sigourney because she definitely wakes up with a robe on that she wasn't wearing at the beginning yeah yeah it's like a dressing gown or something she wakes up and she's like, what happened? <laughs> oh, God, what happened? Nothing? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's exactly what happened was nothing. Uh, and she's like, her. oh, well, well, I could make it up to you. We'll start right now. Yeah. God. And, then she, and then she's got to vomit. And she's, she's just she's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while she's <laughs> while she's vomiting, she's like, "Hold on, I'll give you a kiss." He's like, "Oh God, no, please." He's like, "I nope, got, uh, I'm good. I gotta uh, go. Gotta uh, go." Gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes into the office, uh, which his office is just a big old chop shop. Yep. Like, yeah, that's what he does. Thriving, thriving chop shop. He does illegal doesn't, things. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Um, just okay. a criminal. Just a criminal. Just a criminal. Uh, but. He goes into his office and his receptionist is kind of like a newer hire. We get the 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 hint kind of here. Um and her name is what's Wendy. A, what's significant about her? What do we what do we first notice about? What are we first told about Wendy? Her body. Yeah. She's yeah. hot. She's got legs. She's got legs. Does she know how to use them? We'll find out. Here's a question. Does how many times in your life have you ever been standing next to a couch and you put your foot on the couch while you're standing on the ground and then you just kind of rub your leg? 
Like, when have you ever what? done that in real life? Did I miss that? John, you've seen me do that at your apartment several times. Does Every she time do that, I'm there. I totally missed that. She totally God. does that. She's just what standing the? next to the couch and she just puts her leg, Aww. she puts her foot on the couch and rubs her leg like, like there's a spider on it and she's trying to get it off, only sexy. Like, oh. well, okay, John, let me counter that by asking you this. How many times have you tried to seduce your boss slash father-in-law? <laughs> Not um, father-in-law, stepdad. I forgot yeah. how marriage works. This isn't about me. <laughs> <laughs> this Moving is not on. About, <laughs> this is not about my life. Yeah. Um, and so they after after a few glances at different parts of Wendy's she's body. Wearing, I mean, she's wearing like a tube dress that barely covers her boobs <laughs> and barely covers her butt. It's like Meredith in the office when she comes in and like... <laughs> Honestly, you know, can't <laughs> cover either one. It's a she's wearing a, a, a skimpy polo shirt, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Um, uh, but it looks good. Okay. It looks. Yeah. It looks aggressive. It, it no, is it, so it aggressive. It, it's so it, aggressive that it doesn't. She's look... dressing like that for a purpose, God. and it's working. Right, which like you know, to she's a, on a mission. To a dude who got blue balls on his wedding night, Literally. aggressive is like, <laughs> that's what he's yeah. looking for today. <laughs> right. Um, it's, it's it's a trap. It's entrapment it's is what trap. it is. Right. That's a trap. Um, and he, after, you know, uh, ogling some, leans in for a kiss and uh, she's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And whoa. he's like, oh. You just got married. Uh, I'm sorry. I And then she jumps on him. And then uh-huh. she, he's like, I can't, I can't. And then like she, she jumps away. and like straddles him basically. Yeah. Yeah. And this music keeps coming back. Like each time, like they, they like come together and then they're like, no, 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 no. no. And then like, like no, magnets, no, no, no. like over and over again. Yep. And right. the music is like lifted directly out of American beauty. I feel like, uh, but more on that. Never. Um, I mean, all of the music in this movie was was like sort of recognizable, but also seemed kind of like royalty free versions of different things. Right. Okay. Just I like generic. Say, for this yeah. movie being from the aughts, I will say this whole movie had a very nineties feel. <laughs> well, it was two thousand one. Two thousand one. So it's like you, you it's know, it's, peak. It, I think it was. Peak. It's peak nineties. <laughs> it's sort of watershed between the nineties uh, and early aughts. Yeah, it I was like a, a last point. final shuddering gasp yeah. of the 90s. Um, the the one where you know that they're coming back to haunt you. <laughs> right. So after this, you know, back and forth for a little bit, Wendy is like, I'm going to give you a BJ. And he's like, I'm very into that. He's like, yes. Uh, okay. Let's so, do this. So he sits back at his uh, office chair and is trying to get some action and then who shows up and knocks at his door, Ben? Uh, is it his doctor? No. Oh. A um, uh, mechanic. Is it, uh, at, yeah, it's one, of his, it's one of his mechanics. Yeah. So he's, it's yeah. Close, no. Uh, is wife. it Wendy? Is it Wendy? Oh, Sigourney. I, I was so No, wrong. Wendy's under the desk at this point. Oh, right. Guy. Oh, mm, man. Yeah. I'm doing real bad. He's trying to get Wendy out of the room, but she can't get out because her hair is her stuck, hair's in, stuck his in his zipper. zipper. Yep. Yeah. Which, that, if I which, had a nickel. That hey, that's happened to me a lot. Uh, does it make oh, sense boy. though? With your hair. with and your own zipper, <laughs> I hope. I honestly, the number of times I have gotten my beard caught in a winter coat zipper, oh, <laughs> not yeah. specifically my own, uh, different thing. 
but this it's still Related. hair on a zipper. So uh, <laughs> judges, John, can I get a ruling? I hold on this up a, t- a sign that has a ten point zero on it. Perfect. Not what I was going. You for, nailed it. But I'll take it. <laughs> wow. Um, All right. Wow. All right. The judges rule that that is a 10. So that was yeah. just one judge. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I don't understand all. how in zipping, unzipping the zipper, her hair got caught. Maybe he was trying to zip it up in a hurry and got it caught. It's not important. Well, I think it yeah. was a, a thing she did. Long purpose. story short is that Sigourney comes in. She's like, you know what? I want to make up for last night right now. And he's like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh, you go meet me outside. Yeah. And basically, she ends up catching him, catching Dean Ray Liotta with with uh, Wendy's hair stuck in his zipper. His and floozy secretary. Mm-hmm. His floozy secretary. And she, what does she do? She divorces the shit out of him on the mm-hmm. spot with the help yeah. of her lawyer, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Why is Carrie Fisher her lawyer? Hey, why Carrie is Ca- gotta why would Carrie Fisher be her lawyer? Right? Do you would do you want Carrie Fisher to be in less movies? Is that what you're saying? Wow, John. No, more movies. I can't believe you would be <laughs> more, so insensitive. More movies. More. Um, I can only think of one movie she shouldn't she shouldn't be in. What's that? Uh, that'd be Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, continue. Yes. It, yeah. <laughs> that was poorly handled. But anyway. Uh, How about a movie that shouldn't have happened? Okay, never mind. Right. So she divorces. It, literally, she any gets- other movie should have <laughs> Carrie Fisher in it. <laughs> She divorces him. She gets a lot of his money. She gets the Mercedes, which was his baby. He loves that thing. Um, And then she she goes back to her uh, hotel room, and who's who's there? But but Wendy, Wendy, wait, Wendy, Wendy, you were just trying to, you know, diddle her, doodle her, dude. Double down on that guy. It turns out is Sigourney's daughter. Yeah, and her played real by name Jennifer is Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Her real name is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which is really how you're like, whoa, the 90s. In um, real life. But then uh, her name's not even Wendy, it turns out. And what? I'm like, okay, this movie is predicated on lies. I didn't <laughs> even learn this? her real name. The rest of the movie, I, it's Paige. I just called her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also... <laughs> what is this, Bird Box? Daughter. <laughs> daughter. <laughs> um... <laughs> So it turns out they're a mother-daughter con artist team. Ew. You know, and you're like, wow, you do. that's cute. This is this is nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little weird. Yeah, family but business. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Kind of skeevy, but continue. And we learn uh, after watching them expertly con somebody into buying gas for them at this gas station. Expert. Well, they I, by I which feel you like mean stealing a credit card. What that's happened. not a con. <laughs> I love what happened here. Like this guy stuck his credit card into the machine and then Sigourney takes him and she's like, "I'm looking for Route 40." And he's like, "It's right there." Like points You're at the street that they are right just off of. There. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, "I'm sorry, where?" <laughs> like and, like she just played dumb so God. well there. I don't so know, hard. Really Really killed me. Um, really leans into, but it. she doesn't. They don't con like they don't. They're not conning him into giving him giving them his credit card to use. They just use it while he's not looking. I feel like that's a yeah. different thing. Yeah. It's no, regular it's stealing. Yeah. It's regular stealing. It's yeah. yeah. That's not a con. It's like a little slight right. hand. Um, uh, there is like a little. You know, you gotta like get someone get someone's attention or trust in order to con them, and she definitely got his their attention confidence. To take you might away. say, yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, then they go to a restaurant where they're kind of talking 
about the fact that uh, Paige, Wendy, Jennifer Love Hewitt wants to Daughter. go out on her own. She's she's ready to set up her she, own con shop. She wants to go solo. <laughs> she wants con shop. She's she's she ready to uh, don't encourage him. She's ready to get to to fly from the nest, if you will. Yeah. Um, spread her little wings and be her own criminal. Spread her little wings and steal from a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Sigourney at the end of the meal, after saying like, "You're not ready. You're not ready, sweetie. You can't do it. You you can't steal from men on your own. You'll get hurt or pregnant, which is worse. The worst thing that could happen to anyone. Ouch, daughter. Is, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I love how this scene ends with Sigourney getting the check. That's in air quotes for people who can't see it. Right. Because that, Sigourney uh, d- never pays for anything herself. Right. No, 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 no. How, do, how does she get the check at this restaurant? Oh, uh, yeah. She happens? breaks a, what is it, an ashtray under her chair. Does uh, she, or does she have like, does she just have broken glass she, prepared? She wraps the ashtray in her napkin and puts oh, it under a chair. Okay. Yeah, we see her take gotcha. it off the table when they're ready to oh, leave. Oh, that was later. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the broken glass comes back several times, <laughs> at least does. twice in this film. It's her trademark. Oh. Um, and so anyway, like at, at this dinner, Paige is pleading her case as to why she needs to go off on her own. And Sigourney is eventually like, fine, we will go. We will divide up all the money that we have made and and you can go off on your own um so they go to the bank the next day and what what happens at the bank olivia there's a there's an irs agent that uh an ursagent that then there's an ursagent ursagent that kind of surprises them at this meeting uh, yeah this bank associate she She's hilarious She's to me for some reason. I'm like, because I, I mean, the IRS. I feel like the IRS doesn't do this. They don't like show up, right? They just they just take your money and let you know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, they do. Garnish your wages. I uh, yeah. Unclear. I don't know. But <laughs> but they owe like almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars apparently. But yeah. that's mm-hmm. in addition to what they already took from their accounts, including the the divorce settlement that they just got. Mm, mm -hmm, So, mm, mm. so basically this IRS agent is telling them they are totally effed in the B. What does that, what does that mean? I don't know. I literally wrote effed in (laughs) the B in my notes. Um, like effed in the, in the B, like 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 a honey bee. (laughs) All right. That's weird. Yeah. Leave the bees Um, alone, John. And uh, they're just trying to survive. At at this point, (laughs) It's clear that, you know, Paige is not going to be able to go off on her own because they have no monies. Right. Right. Uh, and, but she also doesn't want to do any more, like, small-time small time. gigs, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, so it's like, b- go big or go home. She wants yeah. to do Palm Beach. Palm Beach. Which, like, hey, we all do, you know? For sure. I don't even know where <coughs> Palm Beach is. Is that Florida? In, yeah. Okay. Flor- Florida. I'm pretty sure they straight up say it's in Florida. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> Florida, Florida, Sigourney is not is feeling a place that we're never idea, going to but, ever again. but she gets talked into it, I guess. I guess they, she's like, I mean, she's like, it's too difficult. Like those people are all super rich and they're all super suspicious. 
And they go down there. Um, They are in a very swanky hotel in Palm Beach. Very fancy. Very fancy. I mean, Um, so fancy that Sigourney's like, nope, it's too too expensive. We can't pull it off. But her daughter is set on it. She wants wants the good stuff. As they're walking through the lobby here, um, Sigourney just trips Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like, yeah. Yeah. really, she goes down hard. Well, they're like trying like, to decide which really con to do it. to get a room, basically. And, yeah. and while they're deciding, Sigourney just does a different, <laughs> like does one where the daughter has to fall convincingly. Trips yeah. her and then just squeezes water out of a bottle all on the floor and tells them that, tells the hotel it's their fault. Uh, and obviously they give her a free hotel room and Brilliant. Sigourney. Yeah. Yeah. It works out. Um, at this point, like they've got their room, their foothold in Palm beach secured, if you will. So and guys, guys, do you want to go on a trip? Sure. We go where, on are a trip? We, where are we going? Uh, We're going to trip you. What? Palm like beach. That. We're going to try this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Try I, I would love ideas. to. Cool. I would love um, to seduce somebody and yeah, steal John is the sexy one. Sorry, okay, man. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, you can, you can. No, like I, I, I know what I am. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure Lorenzo and I have talked about this, and if there was ever an opportunity for one of us to seduce somebody mm-hmm. for, who's like you know super loaded, yeah, um, and to steal other money, I think we have. I think we've talked about. Oh. We're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but but I which Lorenzo one? Of, I, think, it off. I think Lorenzo might be the one to do it. Oh, Lorenzo is oh, definitely yeah. the uh, the honeypot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. He's got that sexy European accent. He does. Uh, yeah, and if sorry, a, John. There's nothing sexy about a Missouri accent. All I gotta say is that if a uh, you know, all you gotta say is literally anything, and then everyone's like, oh, oh if you, oh, no. <laughs> I've seen Ozark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pass. <laughs> Uh, so at this point we cut back and we see Dean who's heartbroken in his office. Uh, apparently he keeps smashing this picture of Sigourney every uh, day, every day. I love this employee of his, this mechanic guy. He's like, yeah. Hey, uh, th- you keep, you keep breaking this. <laughs> That's the seventh one this week. Uh, maybe, maybe you should just get rid of this picture. Maybe, maybe then we wouldn't have to get a new frame. The smartest yeah. character in the movie. <laughs> And <laughs> underrated Dean Dean says something and I just wrote my notes based on what he said I didn't write down what he said I just wrote he's gonna murder her mm. um he yeah is. well he was like oh I can't stop thinking like I don't know why I can't stop thinking about her it's like maybe it's the legs and he's like but then the employer's like maybe it's like because she she dumped you <laughs> she bankrupted she, you she dumped you <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh yeah that's probably why yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but then he says something like I'm gonna find her and i'm gonna take care of her and i'm like yeah, this oh, dude has a chop shop murder he is gonna, yeah murder is gonna yeah. happen for sure uh, <laughs> murder. murder he's going to murder her but that's that's like the scene we get of him for the next hour like he doesn't he doesn't come back for a good long while in the movie uh and uh then we're back in palm beach we see that uh Sigourney and Paige are casing the joint, if you will, from a speedboat. <clears throat> so they're, they're, yeah. they're cruising around. They they kind of speedboat already know is who everyone is. How do they get stretch. that boat? We don't know. We can assume they stole it, though. It's yeah. like a Dexter boat. They either okay. It's like a fishing boat. 
Yeah. They either stole it or someone gave it to them. Yeah, unclear. Because they faked it, an injury or something. Right. Which isn't really stealing, I guess. Yeah. Not if someone gives it to you. It's just lying. Yeah. And that's not against the law. Right. Except, you know, when we call it fraud <laughs> I mean, for some it, reason. Or perjury. There's actually a yeah. lot of situations in which lying is against the law. Uh, well, a- anyway. They see one guy who's pretty loaded, but he's a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they see another guy on a yacht who's very loaded. He's got, you know, multiple millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. Sure. He's That's many. E-commerce millions. giant. And uh, he is a playboy, though. He's got, like, five women on that boat. Mm-hmm. And he takes them all inside. Mm-hmm. And you just know they're going to have a menage a, I think Sigourney says menage a sink here. Yes. Uh, which I like. Uh, and for some reason, Jennifer Love Hewitt says, ew, like, yuck. Like, that's gross to do it with that many people. I don't understand. Totally kink-shaming all everyone right. on that boat. Well, right. I think and, she's and, just well, like, I feel like having I'm multiple not partners isn't even I really don't want to do that. Like, uh, yeah uh, sure oh sure uh, now y'all are both kink shaming right, too cool 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 and then they see this last guy who's got billions of dollars billions very with, wealthy with very wealthy did and, we talk uh, about the doctor the doctor who's a mama's boy yes did you mention him i did great i don't listen when you talk that's fine <clears throat> um and this guy i call in my notes for the rest of the movie the crypt keeper Okay. Uh, because you can tell from a great distance that he is quite unhealthy. Uh, sure. He is, he's made his billions from big tobacco. He, we should mention is Gene Hackman in very bad old age makeup. And I think a fake nose. It looks fake and yeah. it's very red. It's bulbous, bulbous and red. And he smokes literally every second. Like the proverbial chimney. We see, uh, Gene Hackman hacking up a lung. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that was the obligatory laugh I was looking for there. Um, and uh, yeah, she's like, that's our mark. Like so much money, so close to death. We like right. widow money is better than divorce money. We'll act fast. We'll get widow money. Yeah. 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 Um, but like Paige is not feeling that. No. At all. He's old and gross, and she doesn't want to, to kiss him. And he's not nice to right. cats. Because kissing a smoker is like licking an ashtray. If the, you know, contemporary commercials are to be believed from 2001. That's what my grandparents always say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I really liked this next scene in the bar. Where they're, yeah, like, competing with each other to, to yeah. seduce this guy. This oh. random... Not very attractive guy at the at the bar. You mean when oh. it becomes like sort of the best parts of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Yeah. yeah, or like the like scene for scene. I feel like what is the name of that movie with the Anne Hathaway? And Hustle. Rebel? The Hustlers. The Hustlers. The Hustle. Yeah. The Hustlers. Uh, the Hustle. Like yeah. Right. The yeah, hustle. yeah. 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 I haven't Straight seen up remake that. of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I also mm. haven't seen it. Right. Like th- I just watched that with my mom and my sister when they were here. Uh, so yeah, this happens in that movie too. Um, but yeah, they decide to quote unquote play for it to see who gets to pick the mark because Mm -hmm. Paige really wants to go for the doctor because at least he's like around her age and seems like they could get around the mom, uh, to, to get there. Um, so 
yeah, who wants to go into more detail on this this little gem of a scene? Well, okay, before they even play for it, as you say, um, Sigourney's like, I, I look great. Like, look at, I, like, I am in great shape. Like, feel my butt. Feel my butt. Feel my butt. <laughs> feel my butt. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt says, I'm not going to feel your butt again. <laughs> Maybe the best joke of the movie. Wonderful response yeah, I, to that. Also, strange because I feel like that probably happens like every couple of days where Sigourney's like, feel my stop. butt. Stop. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I don't want to feel you your butt again. You can't argue with this butt. Feel it. But also, Sigourney doesn't really have a butt, so it's like I mean, I'm sure it's firm, but it's everyone's got also, a butt, Olivia. It's not. Anyway, okay. Sigourney's never pooped. She, she ain't it's ever. She ain't never pooped before. She is a human. Uh, who then? Who's the the mark? Who is? Well, the mark is uh, one Mr. Kevin Nealon for some reason. Yeah, he has and a it, name. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think his character has a name, but the actor oh. certainly does. <laughs> I did not recognize the actor at all. What? Is that Kevin Nealon? How is Kevin that possible? Nealon? This Kevin is not Nealon. even ringing any bells. Kevin. Well, it's not the kind of name that would ring a lot of bells. It's just that oh, he's American in comedian. he's in a very large yeah. number of things. Oh. He just shows up places. He's, he was in Jeffrey, apparently. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, continue. So, like, Paige goes up and she's like, she's got a cigarette and she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I can't light this because I'm a she's bimbo. Like, right <laughs> like, she's like three inches away from me. His face with she the rubs her boobs on him while she goes past him too. Like, yeah. God. Um, like, uh. like these women are not subtle. No, no, it's not at all. Really, kind of painful to watch. Right. Uh, but he he lights her cigarette, and then Sigourney comes up from the other side and <laughs> drops her high heel off of her foot and asks him Oops. to put it back on <laughs> for her. Like you've mm-hmm. got a foot thing, right? <laughs> I feel like that's like, the sort of thing you can tell about someone from a distance. Uh, sure, if sure. If they've got a foot thing. Okay. Weird, but okay. okay. You've got a foot thing, right? <laughs> um, nope. Who are you talking to? But anyway, they so they go back and forth. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt at one point leans over and says, Can I put your nuts in my mouth? Gosh. Or something Super like that. Super subtle. And then... Uh, <laughs> Like, and ooh, she gets some some bar salty. peanuts and puts them in her mouth. Yeah, it's so salty. And then Sigourney just starts coughing, and the guy says, "Can I get you a drink?" And she's like, "Done. We're going with I, we're going with the old guy." That was that was a good yes, move. Yes, it was so the great. Old, the old coughing and, move. And yeah. my favorite is that she just like sh- so the daughter just shoves the guy and says you stupid jerk (laughs) (laughs) they immediately drop the premise they do and it was great you know i I have to say when this was happening i thought that i was gonna watch jennifer love hewitt run up and like unleash a whole bunch of feminine wiles on this man and then sigourney just walk up and say hey buy me a drink and then he would say yes and buy her a drink yeah um but this way was okay too all right (laughs) sure Okay. Uh, so she decides that they're gonna they're gonna con this old guy Tenzi. Tenzi, who's worth Gene Hackman, uh, crypt keeper. Gene Hackman. Lived up to his name in this one. Boy, did he! They they go to an auction, or he's going to an auction. He goes to an auction, and Sigourney (laughs) 
dressed as a peacock. Wait, okay. But before she shows up, he's looking at this, like... Fertility idol. Fertility idol sculpture. He's just looking at it, and and then he just boops the boob with his cane. And I really... Like I was, I called it before it happened. It was just like waiting for it to happen, and then it did, and it made me so happy. You could really when you're tell you're a billionaire. A, you can do that yeah. kind of thing. You could boop. really tell he was a boob booper. He's a boop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's also smoking right by all this Constantly. art. Constantly. Yeah. And a woman walks up and to tells him to. to not smoke, and he puts his cigarette out in her champagne, and then lights another one. Baller move. Away. This man has confidence. He really does. Uh, the hero of the movie. They also right. have made his nose just so red. Is yeah. it just like supposed to be they're like playing up the smoker? Well, vibes? it's supposed to imply that his father was Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Right. That. He's that. actually yeah. half reindeer. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sigourney uh, takes uh, dressed as a peacock, which isn't really true, peacock. but her, she does have like a big, like teal plumage thing attached to the sure. dress um is going down like the aisle of chairs that uh gene hackman's in and like waits for him to stand up to let her by and when he does that she slyly replaces her program with his program that has yeah. his notes about what prices he's willing to pay on things in it and sits down close to him they reveal a lot in the auction that is for this big statue that, to my eye, on my television, is very uh-huh. clearly plaster. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. You mean that's not actual art? Yeah. Well, art. that's uh, arguable. But anyway, they uh, this this thing just has a big old wiener on it. That's that's what you got notice. A, got a very large. Pronounced donger. Donger, yes, uh, is on the the art, uh, which is how you know it's art. Um, Yes. Frontal frontal male nudity is very tasteful. Um, Yeah. Especially when it's a little, you know. Especially when it's so prominent. Especially when it is not erect. Not flaccid. Right. Like like Michelangelo's David, you can hang a coat on that thing. Um, but <laughs> Sigourney starts a bidding war, uh, with, uh, with Tenzi over this very erect statue. Have we talked about Sigourney's, uh, character choice? No, we haven't. Her, oh. her character's character choice, I suppose. Her, she decides to pose as a Russian. As a Russian. Russian. It's yeah. very... It, it, it didn't need to happen. No, it's not explained. It's, no, no, it's part of the con. Yeah, but she could have. Oh been, yeah, yeah, it is. Wow. Later, she brings in the immigration thing. Yeah. To oh, lock right. him down. Right. Yeah. But it could it have been wow. anywhere. Literally any other country. If there's one, but to be fair, if there's one thing we've seen in Sigourney Weaver's filmography, she's not the best at accent work. I don't know if y'all remember. No, yeah. A yeah. uh, year of living dangerously. No. Not her finest hour. I have to tell you, though, that I don't think that... I don't think she needed to be that in this movie. Like... Well, no. It was fine for her to be posing poorly because this old, old white man wasn't going to notice anyway. Okay. It's true. He wasn't listening to the words coming out of her mouth um, at any point. But but you've also... If you choose 
a persona that speaks another language. That's that's risky. Yeah, why not Especially just be if a you British person? Don't, don't, right. Yeah, if you don't speak that language, like that could come to bite you. I feel I'm like sorry, I just feel like you're not likely to run into a large deal. community of Russians in well, Palm Beach. Well, you would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> b- anyway, Sigourney's in, in this bidding war with Gene Hackman, and mm-hmm. she knows that he's planning to spend $200,000 on this for some some reason. He just wants that big old dick. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, his, that's his limit and on that art. So she is going back and forth with him. They hit $180,000. It's currently going to Sigourney. And what happens? He has uh, a he, hacking Gene, fit. Gene Hackman turns into a hackman. <laughs> he, he is coughing up a lung. We're going to get a lot of use mm-hmm. out of that joke tonight. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the the auctioneer is like, okay, sold. Because he's too yep. busy coughing. Uh, he can't. That's in the rule book. Yep. So you've bought this thing for $180,000 now. So uh, to my mind, she is now like $400,000 in yeah, debt. Yeah, so far yep. the con the is hole. going in the opposite direction. Yeah. She kind of has a, a, a way of getting out of buying this statue. Uh, yes. As the like handlers are... Moving this art, she approaches. I mean, really, them. as soon as you see the statue with that big old pain, you can tell it's ill fated. Yeah. You're like, that thing, that thing is not long for this world. That wiener is no, cursed. It is, it is long for this world, though. It's very long for this world. Yeah, I gotta say, it's probably in the top two, three percent. On that bell curve. Um, so <laughs> this, this podcast can now Belt go in curve? one of two directions. This podcast is brought to you by penis length. Um, uh, anyway, she she approaches one of the art handlers who's carrying the statue, and she gets very, very sensual with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Puts she, their faces all close together. Yeah, and... Ooh, he's very he's into, into it. it. He's very turned on. And then he's, she's he's not watching the them. angles. She lets them walk away. He's maintaining eye contact with her, and she is giving it to him with her mm. eyes. And they are just mm, like I don't know yeah. about y'all. As soon as I saw them carrying this statue with the donger sticking out to the side, to the side. yep, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Exactly. I didn't know how exactly, but I was like, oh, that thing is hitting a wall and breaking yep. off. Yep, and, and that's sure pr- enough precisely what happens yep. he's not paying attention he takes a corner too sharp and, and there it goes and, and pop goes the weasel the the wiener, wiener. okay <laughs> pop. thanks uh, you two the... for further explaining my joke now You're there's welcome. a weasel on the ground oh no <laughs> there was a weasel inside the weasel and uh she you know basically says i don't want this anymore it's uh, defective and right. uh and the uh, i think the auctioneer says like oh don't worry we'll have and no, she's like no. not interested not good enough um, we cut away to Paige, who is sit, uh, sitting in a bar, and she's approached by a man. What? She so had a job. I she, she had a job, a job, and I don't understand why does she go to this bar? Because uh, okay, so I can explain all this. She was I actually following was paying someone, attention right? to the movie. Yes, she is trying to track down the doctor that she originally wanted to right. seduce. So she calls the doctor's okay. house and says. 
my name is I was supposed to meet the doctor tonight, but he didn't tell yeah. me where. And his housekeeper says, oh, he's at this bar. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's where she goes. Um, because this she is wants the mama's, to prove. This is the mama's boy doctor. Mama's yes. boy doctor. The one that they the specifically agreed to not go doctor. after. Not the one y'all have been king shaming. I don't. Ah, I don't. I don't do that. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna keep saying that you do because it's fun for me. Because you know what I do. Every time shame, he does. Do you know what I do? Shame Benjamin. You give liars. Oh, that's uh, see. Uh, but John, lying is my yes. king. <laughs> you are a king. <laughs> then I wouldn't be shaming you if you were telling the truth. I. I this is too complicated. Wow. Yeah. So a- anyway, so here's the deal: is that tell me. Uh. She's trying. So she goes into this bar. She's approached by a man who is not the doctor, um, and he asks to buy her a drink. And and uh, (laughs) she like gets really. Sorry, Olivia, are you watching dinosaurs in the background? (laughs) (laughs) She's the baby. Gotta love her. Mm, All right. Uh, It's it's, she like it's Jason Lee. She loses her cool on this dude. Oh yeah, she goes off. Yeah. On how terrible he is at getting a girl. Talking to women, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little unnecessary. I honestly felt attacked. She ends by being like, why on earth would you ask me if I wanted to buy it? Or if, if, if you could buy me a drink? Or no, why would you ask me if I wanted a drink? Yeah. Because I'm the bartender. Uh, it's not how bartenders work. They usually don't come to your table. They're usually tending the bar. But if you're at a table, it just depends on the restaurant. Yeah. It's like wait staff will come and ask for your order, but bartenders yeah, stay like behind he's the bar. Lean, he wasn't even behind operation. the bar. He wasn't behind the bar anyway. He was hanging out with his wait his staff friends, over to the side. Zach and Sarah. Zach and Sarah. Zach and Sarah. Those like baby Zach. Yeah. Baby Zach. Little baby Zach. And normal Sarah. <laughs> baby Zach. Normal away. Sarah, who's looked the same forever. Right. Um, Ageless Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. So after making a fool out of herself uh, with this with this guy, uh, the Doctor Mama's boy comes in, and Doctor Mama's like, boy. Paige is like, I'm gonna get this doctor's this doctor's attention. I just want to reiterate the fact that this man is a doctor. Yes, because she puts an olive in her mouth, making very suggestive, you know just glances full Mouth of innuendo voices. to the doctor. Um, and she puts an olive in her mouth and pretends to choke. Yeah. And this doctor, who is a doctor, <laughs> right, completely ignores her. Now, do we know what kind of doctor he is? Uh, it, d- no, we don't. It Philosophy. Could be like, it could be like English literature <laughs> yeah, or something. About to say. Uh, but... I feel like you don't have to be a medical doctor to realize someone's choking and try to help. Well, I think uh, that was her. That was why she was doing it. But this right. guy's. This guy's. He's only got eyes for mom. That's right. <laughs> Sigourney was right. Who has walked in, and so he passes right by uh, Paige, who is pretending to choke on an olive, but is no longer pretending, um, because now she's actually choking on an olive. Is she? Oh yeah. She's for real choking at this point. Um, yeah, she does start oh, okay. actually choking. And then, you know, the the bartender comes up and squeezes that olive right out of her. Uh, and she projectile shoots it at the 
doctor who, hits him in the face yeah and he just turns into out. a big old freaking baby and leaves just with his mom a, mom a complete whiner pants yeah which okay that's the end of that character right he's yep. not in this movie he's yep, done. never seen again the, okay. his story arc is done that's a that is a wrap on the doctor cool so now we know that uh page or page gets a phone call from uh sigourney who tells her that they are leaving the auction and she has to go lay out the spike strip now, but to remember to pull it up right away because Sigourney is coming, following is following this man. This um, was ill-fated from what the, the get What is the purpose of this spike strip, John? Uh, it is to, to stop uh, the Crypt Keeper, Tenzi, uh, from, you know, it, it's to get him injured, nice and injured, so that... Uh, Sigourney can show up at the hospital and you know well, be gain his confidence. It's so that she can drive him to somewhere to get his car fixed. She's right behind him, so he'll get a flat and she'll pull over and help him out, and they'll fall in love. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't. I don't anyway. think they want him to get injured. Oh, no, they just want his car to become disabled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that she can help. Him. So she can be the yes. hero. Yes. Um, Yes. So she goes and she lays out the spike strip and a car comes around the bend, but it it's not the old guy. It is in fact the bartender. Right, right. Um Oops. and I just want to say that watching Paige be really mean to the bartender and tell him to go away gets really old. Uh, very very quickly yeah. oh because yeah, how many times super... does it happen in this movie like 10 uh, all the like, time like in every scene talk. that she's yeah, in with whenever him whenever they're on screen yeah. together and then suddenly uh, it's inexplicable what happens with this this particular relationship throughout the movie but... i mean but as soon as as soon as he approaches her at the bar you know what's gonna happen yeah you but... know that like this is gonna be like the actual love story and it's gonna be real, and she's gonna, like, sure. God. But getting there is just like painful. It's be a fairy tale romance for the ages. <laughs> it just, but he has no re- like. She has been nothing but absolutely horrible Awful, to him. Terrible, and is that way the entire time. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the 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 bartender shows up, uh, runs over the spike strip, hits a tree. And she pulls him out into the woods and dresses him down for following her. And like, uh, but, but you put out is that spikes? <laughs> yeah. yeah and she's very also aware like, of "What's going on?" He's like, "You left your purse." Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. um, it, it seems unlikely to me that a con artist would leave their purse somewhere. But <laughs> whatever. It's it's clear they're not very good at this. <laughs> Successful yeah. as they are, they're not great. Yeah, if it's taken them three or four months to pull off a con at a time, that's pretty. They're only making like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, like per person in that's, this. If they're, that's good. It's still not I mean, bad. <laughs> that's good money uh, in two thousand one. Yeah, but to like be pretending that you're somebody else. Oh, well, I guess it's all tax free too. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> It's just not worth the risk to me. Like it, yeah. it just yeah. Like seem... if you, you if well, you're gonna you put yourself that. out there like that, you should be making more. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, the risk reward uh, ratio is is well. Qu- how much do you make on the low. crimes you commit, Olivia? This isn't about her. <laughs> um, <laughs> those, <laughs> she commits those think. crimes for Let love. Me think. 
The Crypt Keeper, Gene Hackman, Tenzi, whatever you want to call him, he comes around the corner. Why are you calling him the Crypt Keeper? Because he's so old and dead. Um, Okay. He comes around the corner and hits the spike strip, and his car goes into the bartender's car. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. And then Sigourney... But the daughter and... The bartender are at the bottom of a hill. She has pushed him off into the woods. And they then she has visible. rolled down herself. And so she cannot pull Move up away the, spike the spikes. Which was one of two jobs that she had. Is I could be argued that it's the same. It's like part of the <laughs> same job. In fact, it is one job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's had like set one up and tear job. Down. Yeah. Uh, Sigourney then drives into the spike strip and now they are all in the same situation um boy what a little pile up what a sticky sitch she was supposed to drive uh heroically drive uh tenzi away from this situation doesn't stop her no she's still pretty much a big hero but she's shooting sparks into the night from her car driving on the rims in order to convince uh hackman that he has an injury hits him on the back of the head with what looked like a roll of quarters yes yeah it it was and she but also does this you have a roll of quarters i don't think that's how you use a roll of quarters no, i think you would just hold it in your fist but she like hit him with it like it was a, a stick yeah like it was a very small club i'm pretty yeah. sure that that's how you break it to get the quarters <laughs> i guess yeah hit someone she's in the gonna head. do some laundry okay that this happens at least two other times I think that I can think of in this movie where she just hits him over the head and he doesn't yes. think, wow, she just hit me on the head. Like he the doesn't men... black out. He just has pain. Like someone the... just hit him in the head with something. Yeah. The men it's in this like movie whoever... don't ask a lot of questions. Right. It's like whoever was writing this couldn't think of a way to actually make Sigourney and Paige really smart. So they just made all of the men really, really dumb. Right. <laughs> like... Uh, so that that's kind of where we're sure. at with this. All of the men in this animal are like cartoonishly stupid. All the men in this animal? <laughs> this, this animal. Why did I say it? Because you're a man and you're stupid, according to the logic of this movie. You know that's the difference true. between a movie and an animal, you stupid man. This uh, animals. Uh, anyway, all the men in this movie are are very very dumb. Yeah, they're wicked stoops. Wicked stoops. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so they go to that, the hospital. That, yeah, that thing yeah. is done. She takes him to the hospital because your head is very in pain. Oh. You have shooting pain in head. Oh, delayed head pains. Delayed Sign of head. accident. <laughs> Duh. Um, <laughs> so Paige ends up back at the the bar mm-hmm. with the where the bartender is, and she finds out from Sarah Silverman that the bartender has this potential deal on the table that's pretty much a sure thing, where he can sell the bar and the land for three million dollars. Uh, three I'm, three mildo mos. Three. Did you say mildo dollars? I I was trying to think of a way to you know like three hundred. But could instead, say you said you said mildo. Instead, that's what I, I said. You know, because like hundos. Hundo. Mildo. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mildo Mil- just sounds like Mildo something Mildo Baggins. <laughs> let's... <laughs> All right. Carry on. Let's wait, go. So, let's talk. Wait, how, no, d- how does nope, she find out the the, the, <laughs> that he might sell this? I think she just owes, overhears it. Oh, okay. I just couldn't figure out why she started stalking him. No, S- Sarah Silverman just, like, tells her. She's, like, she's hanging out uh. there, and she's, like, 
she's she's laying hella pipe in this in this particular conversation. She's like, "Hi, I don't know you. Here's his deal." Um, <laughs> yeah, here's everything you need to know about out. that man. Okay then. Yeah. Yeah. But that involves uh, her going back to so, that bar, which she has no yeah. reason to do. Okay, that's all. You're giving the characters in this movie too no, much credit, she does. Olivia. <laughs> she does because the because bartender did not in fact return her purse at this point. Oh, she had to uh, get it. Yep. He true. still has it. Um, so she goes and she kicks in the door and she's like, "Give me my purse, you thief!" <laughs> and, and he's like, whatever. "You forgot it again." Yeah. <laughs> ah. She's still being horrible. So he, he plays this character like a um, it, he's like a a less attractive Ryan Reynolds. Yes! I, I honestly thought it was Ryan Reynolds until I looked it up. I was like, is that... <laughs> Me too. Is this just Ryan a really Reynolds? shrimpy, dark-haired... <laughs> right. He, like, they Reynolds. have the same nose, I think. Uh, but, I mean, he's a little more, like... I think it's a the little eyebrows more subtle. It's just, like, eyebrows. the kind of the sarcasm. Um, yeah. But it's underplayed. Yeah, what's really weird to me is she's being horrible to him, and he's obviously falling in love or something. For but no he goddamn keeps point- reason. He keeps pointing out to her how horrible she's being to him. And also at times telling her how well she's a good person. And, and how also, though, like, you're lying about who you are and things. Mm-hmm. Like, he already knows this mm-hmm. somewhere. It's like, weird. It is very so strange. Um, Sigourney goes to the hospital to see Gene Hackman. Yeah, as you do. Uh, and that's why I go to the hospital. He's like, "Wow, so sweet of Gene, you to Gene? to come in here." Excuse me, is Gene Hackman here? No, I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep doing this, Ben. That's what they tell me. Mm. They do, but you can. I can keep doing that. Is the thing. Is Gene Hackman here? <laughs> uh, we legally right, can't you tell you. Time. I'm his son. No, you're not. <laughs> um, and like, in this one gesture is enough to like solidify that she is interested in him uh as a romantic partner she goes to his house later and runs into his butleress what do you call housekeeper there's so many words for that john yeah you didn't need to go go crazy make up your own the really basic version yes housekeeper but like that's not really like a housekeeper to me is someone who like you know they just keep your house clean. And what do you like, think she was doing? But a a butler is different. A butler like organizes everything about your home. Let's just like let's just call her a woman servant and get her. She to seems move on. real nice. This wench. Jeez, um, <laughs> this scullery maid. <laughs> God. Uh. She, anyway. She she doesn't actually seem very nice. She seems very shrewd and calculating, which is actually yeah. probably good for this guy mm-hmm. because he's about to get conned. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's very dumb because he's a man in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so she goes to his house because they're going out on a date. Mm-hmm. To a and where do they go, John? A Russian restaurant. A Russian you know, restaurant. Borscht. <laughs> he likes it because it's the one place he can still smoke indoors, which that hasn't stopped out. him. Literally in any other Literally location. Literally anywhere else. Like a hospital and yeah. auction house. It's like, wild. Yeah, but apparently it feels very nice to him to have the approval right. you know, of smoking inside. Well, that's the only reason he smokes. It's so he'll he, look cool. 
it's peer that, pressure. We do learn that later. <laughs> That's a big deal to him. Uh, but so he, the, the waiter comes up and he's like, oh, you don't need to speak English tonight, waiter. We, you have a fellow countrywoman here. Duh, duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. It's, Duh. it's great. Duh. This um, is the word I know. Duh. <laughs> Babushka. Pajalusta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so the waiter is running through menu options and Sigourney's saying da da <laughs> over and over again. Duh. And then she accidentally orders steak tartare, which, which sounds great. Uh oh. But she, uh, <laughs> it's apparently anti red meat. Per an anti- earlier scene in the movie, oh. that's true, and I think especially like, anti raw meat. Gotcha. I think she's anti foods that are high in cholesterol for yeah. some reason. Steak tartare is not; it's chemically cooked. Yeah, I that's think so. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. like so. I think I don't remember. It's not, it's not like it's, you're just biting a great. cow and hoping I think for the best. No, no, it's pounded out very thin, so thin <laughs> that there's no room for germs or bacteria to fit in there. Actually, uh, and generally for consuming <laughs> raw ground bit. meat, you right, put it right through a, a sterile grinder <sighs> as well. Well, John, um, it's not ground meat, so that doesn't apply here. Steak tartare is in fact ground. It's not. It's pounded and flattened, like I said earlier. He's gonna die on this hill, John. It's flattened so small that there is no room for germs. I will let fit. you stay on that hill, then. Like if uh, you and me tried to get in a Ziploc bag. So she freaks out. <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't do it. <laughs> it's it is physically impossible. <laughs> it's not possible. It's it not cannot possible. be done. Um, Duh. So <laughs> So Sigourney is freaking out about eating this raw meat that she's found mm, out she's going to be yeah, eating. Then we cut back to Paige, who's drowning in a swamp. Yep, mm-hmm. that's all you need to know. Until she's like you do. <laughs> and she's wearing like four-inch heels and a tube dress in a swamp mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which like the it's mosquitoes more common alone, than you might man. expect. Like, like not just the fact that the terrain's actively trying to kill you, but also the local insect life the is flora trying to kill and you. the fauna. Yeah, um, and but but who comes to her aid in this this mud this muddy muddy prison? Well, who uh, else but Ryan the Reynolds one man she talks to? The bartender, Jack. The tar bender. <laughs> tar bender. That would be a terrible terrible element to bend. Uh, I feel like you could make the case that that would be either a firebender or that's it. Okay. Right? No. Like, I, I don't know. Bender. Like, you, an I would, I would argue it's more sense. of an earthbender. But the the thing is, is that like doesn't isn't tar from like pl- plants? Like it's like you know, uh, funny you should mention that we don't actually like know only, what tar is. It's a scientific the, mystery. The only people who can bend plants are actually waterbenders. Uh, that's not true. I can bend a plant. I've done it several times. Shh. Okay. I'm very strong. Anyway. Long story short, is he My gets she saves plants. he gets he saves her from from being muddy from certain well no muddiness. <laughs> she's certain still muddy she yeah, got she, gets she got mudded he he, he takes her out of the mud and he puts her on a beach yeah. <laughs> and definitely the place where you want to go when you're covered in something wet and sticky just straight into sand mm-hmm. yeah this is where That's, they have another conversation where she's absolutely horrible to him. And he is nothing but great to her. 
Yeah, he shows her his cool telescope. Yeah, and more like teledope. A teledope. It's a hella dope telescope. There it is. Thank you. Wow. This has been the Dreamweaver podcast. Thank you for thank you for tuning in. And we have Uh, we're done. We've hit our high point of this episode. We cannot. We we can't top this. So uh, yeah. See y'all later. They're making out on the beach, looking at stars. It's pretty cool. That actually seems like a good first date to me. But she's still no. But it doesn't make any sense. It's just really stupid. Yeah. Yeah, It's very dumb. It's very convenient that he was already out there. This they, this whole storyline is just it never becomes less painful. It's lazy yeah. and it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, uh, it's very convenient. Everything that happens with that. But we cut back to the Russian restaurant where uh, the waiter says, "So, what part of Russia are you from?" To which Sigourney responds, "Olivia." That's a weird response. Duh. Duh. He asks Duh. her in Russian. You don't actually know any Russian, do you? Duh. 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 And he says, would you tickle my Russian sausage? Duh. 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 And then she hands him money and is like, I really appreciate you not (laughs) saying anything. But she says it in a sexy way, so he goes for it and doesn't say anything. Except that then they're trying to leave. But she gets pulled onto the stage. Suckered into... Yeah, we haven't talked about the band yet. (laughs) Yeah. There's a band. John, you want to talk about the band? The Russian the band. band. The You're the only Russian one of us who knows anything about music, right? With wow. Russian, Russian. Hey, folk that's a self-burn too, Olivia. That's that's the band. They've He's got a lot the of band. got so a lot of stringed instruments up there. He's a mandolin. I love the huge, huge guitar thing, kind of triangle-shaped. It's a string. They're called balalaikas. But then there's like a huge one. <laughs> That's a balalaika. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a bala like um, you know, the oh. one guy who's a bala. Oh. John, stop. You can't do it as good as me. So anyway, yeah. uh, they uh, they pull Sigourney on the stage because they're like, a- you speak Russian and <laughs> every Russian knows this song. Yeah, you know how to sing and like singing in front of people, right? Yeah. Like, you would naturally be comfortable with this because of the language that you know. Kind of a wild assumption to make. Really? They're like, I bet you're into feet, too. Um, they, they say as they pull her on stage. Yeah. And uh, they, she's like, Moscow. She's doing great. And they just got the band just peters out like, how do you how how is it possible? This and is terrible. instead, she sings a song in English. Back in the USSR, she sings "Back in the USSR," which the band knows for some reason. Even though they're clearly like a Russian folk, folk band, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is does... though just the bizarre low point of the movie, in my opinion. It is the nadir. This <laughs> is. If this if if we were uh, tracking this sort of Joseph Campbell style, this would be the descent into darkness. Uh, Sigourney has a good sense of pitch. Yep, she has a bad sense of accent. And, That's true. Uh, she has a she's just not a lot of. To her credit, though, not a lot of soul. Sometimes, yeah, she's not a lot of not a lot of oomph behind it's, it. It's it's flat. She's not really it's, projecting flat. Not like tonally, not like pitch, but flat, just like. Back Effect. in the USSR. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. Duh. 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 <laughs> um, so after, after that lousy, lousy performance of Back in the USSR, uh, so they go back to Tenzi's house and... Uh, Tenzig Norgay is there? Te- Tenzi, Tenzi, famed mountaineer and Sherpa Tenzig Norgay. Not him. (laughs) Uh, He's like, I'm not saying that you have to start smoking. All I'm saying is that it would be very, 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 very hot if you did. (laughs) Here's a lighter. You absolutely should. Yeah, here's a lighter. Well, because isn't his whole? I mean, he's like a titan of big tobacco. Yeah, big tobacco. He's a he's a tobacconist. Yeah, and he wants everybody to smoke. His hovercraft is full of eels. Yep. And uh, he gives her a lighter as a, as a gift. It's a very expensive lighter. Um, and very big as, gift. As Sigourney is leaving, uh, or he gives her a kiss as well after that. A Hershey's um, kiss? No, he wants... No, he a wants, big kiss on the mouth. He wants a Ooh. kiss... Because of that big gift that he gave her. Right. Yeah. And and they do the kiss because then as Sigourney's, uh, he leaves and as Sigourney's leaving, she's like spitting out like the apparently disgusting phlegm that was still mm-hmm. like in, in this man's mouth. Um, his, his mouth scum. His mouth scum. Thank oh. you, Ben. That's the word I was looking for. This, the technical For some term. reason, mouth scum didn't come to mind <laughs> for me. Uh, but that's absolutely what I meant. Uh, and the the housekeeper uh, sees Sigourney spitting out this kiss and basically just tells Sigourney that she's on onto her game. She knows what You're she's doing. You're on fucking notice. Yeah. And uh, Sigourney does, for, for what it's worth, she doesn't break character. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I am uh, but humble Russian. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it is language barrier. <laughs> but, you know, Sigourney's now aware that there are eyes on her. Um, Someone's on her. And so Sigourney and Paige like then decide that they need to team up uh, to take care of this little problem. I don't know why that song's relevant. It's not. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm here for the mashup though. Okay. But they decide to frame the housekeeper. Uh, so they plant the lighter uh, mm-hmm. that Sigourney was given in the housekeeper's room uh, and tell uh, Tinsey that the lighter is in there and they go check it out. Not only do they find that, but they also find all of his ex-wife's jewelry it's like stuffed in a pillowcase in there. Yeah. And also they open a door on an armoire and a ton of cigarettes fall out of it. And that's like the straw that breaks the camel's back for this man. He's Uh-oh. like, you stole my cigarettes? Those are sacred sir, to him. Sir, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she's like, you just have to look into my eyes to know that I'm innocent. And we get this wonderful like shot of a close-up of her face and she looks <laughs> so angelically <laughs> innocent here. And then it looks... Cherubic. Yeah. We look back at uh, Tinsy's face and he looks like he's connecting and empathizing with her and really getting that she's uh, innocent. And then the next thing we see is 
like her face get dragged away by police. Yep. Um, which is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty funny. I actually chuckled out loud at that part. Um, and he has her arrested. He tells the cop like, Hey, here's some extra money if you want to rough her up a little bit. And I'm like, that's an, very that's bad taste. Weird, uh, especially given just where we are climate? in America. Uh, that was a weird thing to see. Yeah. Um, well, it was 2001. They had no way of knowing that police brutality was bad. Right. Yeah. No one would yeah. know. Sure. Uh, that's, that's how that this yet. works. Yeah. Right. There weren't body cams or anything, so nobody knew about that. It wasn't yeah, a yeah. white problem, so it wasn't a problem. Well, you um, understand he was very wealthy. Rich. So the next step of this plan, they've they've taken out the housekeeper. The next step of the plan is to install Paige as the new housekeeper. Um, and so she has to come in for an interview, but she's she's a busy girl. Mm, she got she's, things. She's got a date, a hot date with this bartender who she's going to work for some over. reason. She's no, she wants his money. Well, well, but like we don't understand why. What's he getting out of it? Yeah. The, oh lady. yeah, he he's already told her That's like he's he, he loves her right like right. at this point. Yeah, he said he's in love with her. And they've ha- they've hung out like two times. Yeah, and she's weird. been horrible to him both times. And he's like, I'm super into that. Yeah, he's probably into some weird shit if that's what he's fallen for. But anyway, um, <laughs> he does it weird in a good anyway. way though. Mm, <laughs> I would never yeah, kink shame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. That's all you do. That's not true. So her interview seems not to be going very well um, for some reason. Like it, he wants her to sign, uh, like fill out. Well, an she doesn't smoke. She so doesn't that's smoke. really a, a yeah. strike against her. Yeah, we knew he, she wasn't. So that's be. established very early in the movie. Yeah, right. I don't know why she would pick this time to lie about that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, especially if if Paige and her mom have been talking at all, she would know that like dude doesn't mind smoking right. like, at the very least doesn't mind it. Um, but so she notices it's not going super well. She knocks tea into his lap and dabs at his dick with a towel. And suddenly it's going much better. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, Oh, it's uh, it's, it's still wet. Yeah. Hires her on the spot. Yeah. Now she's late for her date with Jack, the bartender. Um, and she thinks that he's left because the van is no longer there. His friends have, have left. Um, but but he didn't go with them. He waited for her. And they make out. Because they're in love now. Yeah. Love. And Sigourney sees this. And Ooh. she's spying. She's literally spying. She has uh, she has binoculars. She's sitting in a car from far away that watching this go down. Spying. She's snooping. Snooper's um, gonna snoop. Snoop. Snooter's gonna snoop. Snoopy is going to snoop. Um, Snoopy is a snoop. Uh, and he's got a... He's a snoot. She's very... She's very good at it, uh, at snooping. Um, Olivia, you stop. <laughs> she's very good at snooping. She's very good at lying. So she's kind of like a snoop lion. All right, um, let's stop all this right now. <laughs> she confronts Paige about the fact that she uh, was making out with this this man, her Unacceptable. Mark, if you will. But but uh, not wait, just what's that his they name, were Mark. Out, but she had her eyes closed. Was the oh. Thing. 
But the sun that's was how you in know it's her real. excuse. Yeah, and that's how she knows that Paige can't handle conning this man without falling in love with him. She ain't ready. Um, and Paige thinks about it, determines that that mom is right because she goes to she goes to see this guy again just to prove that she can not feel anything when she's being physical with him and she's like ah shit i i do feel something so she drops the con she tells him i don't want to have anything to do with you and she leaves mm-hmm. um and in the next scene sigourney's hat game is very strong it's very strong in a lot of this movie she's got great hats um if you say so well this hat is large it is purple and i am here for it <laughs> what and are you, a earlier, hatter? Um, anyway, so earlier in the movie, she had a hat that didn't have the top of the hat. It was just a brim and she was wearing it on her head. That's true. I believe that's called a visor. No, it was like, absolutely not a visor. I would not Mm -hmm. call that a visor, what she had on. (sighs) A lot of feelings about hats. Um, (laughs) it's like not the point I thought we'd get stuck on. (laughs) Me either. But Let's talk about hats for another 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sigourney sits down at a table with the IRS agent from the beginning of the movie. <gasps> whoa, whoa, what? Uh, what? Is that Turns her mom? She's not actually from the IRS. Her name is Barb. What? She's yes. Sigourney's mentor uh, who, who took Sigourney in and taught Barbara's her the con. Barbara's mentee. Now, Barbara, Barbara is the one for she. <laughs> that is who she is. Who um, she is, who she is. She came from <laughs> for dancing. I hope that we she have hit that particular segment up. of our listener Ba-ga-da-da-do. population who loves Sigourney Weaver and VeggieTales. And also VeggieTales. <laughs> well, that's two of us. So Great, yeah. That's three that's... of us? I don't know. So... Um, <clears throat> it's revealed here that Barb, the IRS agent, actually was not an IRS agent. She was helping Sigourney con Paige into not leaving and going off on her own. Gasp. Yikes. So all of, all of Sigourney's money is actually still there. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say Barbara is, um, the pro at the glass, the broken glass in the... Food. She yeah, that's, that's where Sigourney learned own, all her tricks. With her uh, own broken glass vial that she, she can just pour she out. She brought it from home. Yeah. You know, like a side of ranch dressing. She brought it from home uh, and <laughs> put it on her prepared. salad. Yeah. Uh, so we learned that thing. Yeah. It's pertinent. <laughs> that's the end of that scene. Sure. Uh, we see. Tinsy show up unannounced to Sigourney's hotel okay. room. Can I just bring something up that I, I I have in my notes at this point that you may that I was and and now looking back, I was giving this movie entirely too much credit. But I thought that the ex husband was somehow going to be like in on something with Tinsy because we haven't I... seen him in so long. Like after the twist with Barbara, I was like, oh, they're gonna like something's. We're not thinking about him, so he's obviously like still involved with something. But I wasn't expecting to see him again after the oh, divorce. <laughs> I absolutely was expecting because they had that extra scene. Well, I, I knew extra that it scene. would be like a yeah. I knew that it would be later in the movie 
After the extra we, scene, I knew he was going to come back and disrupt some business. Yeah, but I, like, maybe he before was that, like, I was like, "Well, that's over and done with." Gonna be working I behind the scenes a little bit more than yeah. actually happened. Right. That was a b- um, bit of a bummer. Yeah. So Tinsy shows up at the hotel room. He comes in with uh, with the statue from the beginning of the movie. He got it repaired. It was only seven thousand dollars for a wiener. Um, that's a good price. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I've paid a lot more. <laughs> um, yeah. For the good, wow. good dick. This isn't about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yet you insist on making it about uh-huh. you. We are, uh, we are here for Sigourney, and Sigourney tells Tinsy, she, she breaks out into tears and tells and him song. That, that she cannot continue seeing him because she got a letter from immigration and it says telling her that her green card was denied and she has to leave the country she's beginning the next phase of of her gambit yes Mm -hmm. and tinsy falls for it immediately she's going in for the kill yeah he he proposes because (laughs) this will solve her problem and also he's head over heels in love with her you could say that this is all destined to go up and smoke for him. Is that a uh, is that a joke? So Sigourney calls Paige, yeah, and uh, she she tells Paige the good news that that she's gotten a proposal out of this man, um, and Paige is like, "Woo, good for you!" and hangs up the phone, and then her phone rings again, and it's Jack, and. Ugh. And she is on with the phone Jack. with Jack, and she's like, "What? Why are you calling me? I told you I don't have anything to do with you." And then he's like, "Well, why are you here then?" And then she looks out the window, and in any other movie, this would be a part where the music is like, "Bada!" Like, because uh-huh. he's standing right there. <laughs> My um, God! Yeah, you can tell. Definitely Paige's, weird. Yeah, Paige is conflicted about what she's doing to this guy for some reason. You could just she tell. shouldn't be having any problems here. She should not, but whatever. Uh, back at the hotel room, Tinsy is trying to come on to Sigourney, and she rebuffs him, and he says... <laughs> she rebukes him. <laughs> she, he says the grossest line of this movie, <clears throat> which oh, is, Olga, I'm much more powerful than you. <laughs> just relax and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's not... Very good. bad. No bueno. Gross. Um, but then he falls over and he hits his head on the big old donger. And he then sure he, does. he hits the ground and he's got the big old donger right at, right at the, right at his lips. And, you know? I th- and he's dead. He is dead. And he, oh yes. Also he's dead. He hits that dick <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. hard. It kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had a nickel, I'm a ghost. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> slow what? down. You're this isn't about me. <laughs> then stop uh, making it about you. <laughs> they, you're, uh, you're a so very rich ghost, apparently. Now they've got a. <laughs> he died after being buried in nickels. In nickels. <laughs> they've got a. They've got a corpse on their hands now, uh-huh. and they're trying to move it. To a second location on this hotel room. Secondary, Discreetly. So they, they take it to the balcony for some reason to to try to, I guess, lower it's it not gracefully. it's a crime if it's on the a, balcony. With <laughs> a system. It's like maritime law yeah. on the balcony. It's balcony law. 
Um, you're a crook, Captain Hook. Judge, won't you throw that book at the uh, Sigourney? Um, but instead of handling this with any kind of finesse, they drop his body. 10 stories down and it and hits it the pavement doesn't and this, like i don't know split open Nah, he's miraculously yeah. held together by just sexual tension that's <laughs> what's holding Clearly. his body together okay if you insist so they're like we got to go down to the lobby so we can get the body that no one noticed that hit the ground no one noticed right yeah. that meaty thud was just completely <laughs> ignored Thedy mud um Ugh. my name's Thedy mud <laughs> They go down to the lobby. I'm here to tell you about something gross. (laughs) Something yucky. You want to see something gross? You like to be disgusted. You want to see a foot with four toes? You want to get your hands all sticky? (laughs) No. Uh, So who's in the lobby? It's Ray Liotta. It's Ray Liotta. Ray. Oh, Ray Ray. He's, he sees Sigourney as she has exited the, the elevator. He does not notice Wendy or Paige yeah. or whoever mm-hmm. there, but uh, she hides herself. She turns and around. And then Sigourney runs away. Sigourney's or tries running to through run the away. lobby, and uh, <coughs> Dean is chasing her. Ray Liotta's chasing her through this hotel lobby, yelling at her, and you're just sure he's going to murder her right here in front of everyone. Murder. But instead, yeah. what does he do? He drops to one knee and reproposes, just like you would expect. Sure, like a sucker. Actually, did catch me a little off, uh, like little surprised. I gotta well, say, as he was surprised. reaching into his pocket, it was like, well, of course, like they were building it up too much to for it to be a murder. Yeah, mm-hmm. But it was like they're gonna. Given that the last time we saw this man, he, we were pretty sure he was gonna kill her. Yeah, but I, this movie it's set it's setting up its own twists. It's like I'm it's setting saying. you up to expect them. Yeah, but like I I largely forgot about him. Well, sure. So anyway, she's like, "Oh, you know what? Actually, yeah, I love you too." Um I am going to try to get rid of you for a little bit though. So she's like, "Let's get kinky. I'm going to tie you to the bed." And this is where and, John just starts hating the movie cuz he's a kink shamer. You're so um <laughs> so full of shit ben when you open your mouth just just shit blah, comes blah, 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 blah. but i would never shame that mm-hmm. um so anyway so she's moving the body she moves it back to the to to tinsy's house um and dean has paid a housekeeper like a maid at the she's hotel from bone to- she's in bones She's from Bones. She has a skeleton. She's in a lot of movies. Yeah, she is. And TV anyway. shows. I don't know her name. Her but name I, is But I like her. Something. Festunia. 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 Hard bargain. You nailed it. <laughs> the judge holds up a sign with a 1.6. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, <laughs> How scary keeping Patricia Belcher. I was actually pretty close. <laughs> it's my favorite thing I've ever said, I think. I'm going to write that down cuz I need Festunia F E S T O O N I A. 
Wow. Hard bargain. Hard bargain. Sigourney and Paige have taken this corpse (laughs) into his house. They have it in the bedroom, and Paige Mm -hmm. needs to go get the wiener uh, to make it look convincing. Sure. You know, sometimes you just got to get the wiener. No, this does. This whole scenario didn't make any sense to me. Right, but anyway, Paige leaves. Uh, <laughs> it's not important. And the corpse falls on top of Sigourney on the bed, and Sigourney's saying things that you would say to a large, heavy man who has fallen on top of you in a corpse-like state on mm-hmm. a bed, uh, such as, "Oh, you're enormous. Oh, oh, get off of me. Whatever, you know, like all of that. Oh, keep going. Uh, no, it's good. And, it it sounds like sex noises. The, everything she's saying could easily be like, a, you know, double entendre. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, Dean has now entered the house and hears her making all these suggestive comments. Yeah. And he goes into the room, sees Sigourney with someone on top of her and is like, you said you loved me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've, I've. I see that you are cheating on me kind of now and all of that. And then Paige comes back into the room with the penis and he sees them both, both together. And he just, he just works it all out right on the spot. He figures it out right then and there. He does. He's not a dumb, dumb. Well, I mean, he got conned earlier, but he, look, he, he got lucky. He's the least dumb, dumb. He tripped onto some knowledge here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he put two and two together. Let's not give him a too much credit. Right, right. And 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 suddenly he's just right back to murder. He wants to mm-hmm, murder them, mm-hmm. and he's very upset. But he uh, realizes he can kill them without killing them by so it, just telling everyone everything they've done, all yeah. their secrets. He just wants his money back it's at this okay. point. That's fair. Okay. They get away from him i don't know i i quit taking there no there was there's a lot of back and forth scenes there's it's at this point that you just want this movie to end they could have they could have wrapped it up in so many different ways already like it doesn't start moving like nothing like don't move anything forward like it moves forward. It's fine. It's a good, simple movie until this happens. When when Ray Liotta figures out the duplicity, like more happens in the last 30 minutes than the first hour and a half. It just gets True. super contrived and like they cram a lot of nonsense into not a lot of movie. Including getting the daughter to... Yeah, to, they decide to do a div- like div- get a divorce settlement out of the guy right. that she is conning slash the falling con in love with. They ran on Ray Liotta and yeah. also on Gene Hackman. They're also going to run on uh, who was they, this guy anyway? Some because they still of, need the money. Jack, uh, Jason Lee. That's who it is. They do yeah. still. They do Earl still himself. need the money, and Ray Liotta wants his money. Or right. Else yeah. he's so now out. they owe more money. Right. Yeah. So they decide to do the exact same thing that we've already seen them do twice. Fail twice. Yep. <laughs> um, well, it, once it, it works, so of, it does sort of work somehow. Sigourney <sighs> does reveal, though, at this point, that she wasn't actually in danger from the IRS because it was Barb. Uh, because when they go to the bank to get money to to pay off Leota, it turns out there's no more money in there. And, and Barb right, done right. took it because for some reason they had to give Barb actual access to those accounts to run a right. scam on her And they daughter. couldn't just have her show up at the bank in a pantsuit. 
<laughs> they gave like, the con artist real. Yeah, this doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. brilliant. It does not make sense. Yeah, Anyways, Olivia, it doesn't make sense. Nope. So they tell at this point they're like, Paige, you gotta con this dude. No, to get money no, so she no, no. The that no. happens no, all John, after. You're it's an idiot. Over. They get, they get, you know. No, <laughs> John, you fool, John, you simpleton. You fool. No, they they go through the whole con of the guy she actually likes, and for some reason, Sigourney ends up having to drug. Like Sigourney's the one who is you know uh, seducing him on the wedding night. Yeah, and Paige is pretty sure he's it, not gonna. Yeah, and he do doesn't, it. and she ends up drugging him in order for it to to make to make it look like he cheated. Yeah, they go through this through with the settlement, and then like on the way to the bank. That's when she comes clean about drugging Jack. So it came in two stages. Okay. The the revelations here. So Paige finds out one thing that makes her trust her mom less, and then another thing that makes her trust her even less, but whatever. It's not they, real well laid out. Right. <laughs> right. Um, it's, it, it's all very hastily to thrown together. So Sigourney patches things up with Ray Liotta and falls in love with him. Paige... Gives all of Jack's stuff that she took from him in the divorce after he was drugged and she caught him because she found out more details about that and, yeah. so, and forgives him. So she reveals herself as a con <laughs> artist to him and now they're in love For and everyone's in love. Reason. And uh, the end of the movie, you see that uh, Ray Liotta and Sigourney are going to con the shit out of Barb. Yep. Finn. Yeah. End of movie. The it's... end. Woof. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Ben. Yes. You want to sum up your your take from this movie? Yeah, I just like I and maybe give it a numerical value after that. I think that can be arranged. I didn't particularly enjoy this movie for reasons that I feel we've made very clear over the last couple of hours. Um, it just you know it tries to do a lot of things and doesn't do any of them particularly well there were some fine moments of like you know there were some decent jokes and things like that but it just boy they really they just had their hands full and tried to pick up even more uh which is is not a great way to clean up legos um i think that should be very clear what i'm trying to say (laughs) with that wonderful analogy but just in case i'll continue on with a numerical score i gave this on our patent pinned pat sigourney scale a lot of peas patent pending proprietary (laughs) sigourney scale uh 10 categories up to 10 points each for you new listeners i gave this a 51 uh it was just not particularly inspiring sigourney uh was in it a lot so that was good of course she was great um but this was if i had to rank this this was on the low side of 10 if you know what i mean um not to not to slander her or anything like that but that's just sort of how i feel um yeah this was just sort of a i gave it a 51 which is basically how i feel about it it's a movie uh (laughs) i guess i'd you know if i had to watch it again i probably wouldn't be mad but i don't foresee that day coming anytime soon mm. um festunio what about you which we don't know that? who that is it's olivia <laughs> i would never have known i gave no this john movie. threw it to me i'm throwing it to olivia <clears throat> olivia throws it to john come on we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> um i gave it a 58 
mostly because, you know, it was a ridiculous, it was a ridiculous movie. Yeah. I think that cannot be argued. Um, but it was, I was legitimately entertained for, well, for most of it. You know, like it kind of peters out there at the end. You just kind of want it to end. Mm-hmm. That happens but, with a lot of movies. Yeah, I mean, it's two hours and the last 30 minutes are ugh, painful. But um, yeah, I think the main difference for me was the, the uh, you know, subjective category with um, it just, you know, it made yeah, me laugh quite a bit, but it was also terrible. So it's like, what are you going to what are you going to do? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I also watched this with my roommate and uh, and. And she gave this just based on the rubric. We won't count it, but yeah, we're not including that in the score. Um, she gave it a forty-two. So, <laughs> all right, low. So you liked lower. a lot more than clearly than she did. Than your sure. roommate, Festunia. Festunia, Festunia, and Festuniet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jom. Um, so just numerically, I'll get this right out of the way. I give this movie a 53 right in between your two scores. Ooh, nice um, and sandwiched. And I, I feel like the middle spoon, which is great. Um, but you be. That's, that's your, that's his kink. So I do have a, a butt and someone's holding your butt. It's perfect. I do have, uh, <laughs> to say that Ben, I, you were talking about how this movie talking had, about a, lot butts? Of, had a, lo- a lot of plot lines and it didn't mm-hmm. necessarily handle them very well no. i feel like it didn't drop any plot lines it very neatly opened a plot line and then closed it at okay. a at a later point in the film i so but i do feel like that whole however thing, implausible it lacked a lot of imagination <laughs> yeah, um you're not and like that. it it didn't convince me in those cases sure. right um i do also have to say in terms of not kink shaming um but you love kink shaming so much none what a of this movie would have been possible uh, if it were not for uh, the role of monogamy in our society. Um, and if everyone... So if, you're saying you're very uh, if everyone pro-traditional was a little bit, marriage. If everyone was a little bit more free-lovey, we wouldn't be able to even, you know con somebody by getting married to them so Um, you're saying we should be grateful that the conservative definition of marriage exists otherwise we wouldn't have this movie we wouldn't have this movie otherwise we wouldn't be able to be conned okay um (laughs) so there are no you're right there are no other ways to con people yeah it's just marriage well it seems to be that way with all of the movies that we've been watching all these like like ripoffs, yeah. like the the hustler and heartbreakers itself being a ripoff. But. Uh, speaking of a bunch of other movies, you want to know where this falls in the grand scheme of things? I do. I do. So if you add up our scores and divide them by three, you get a fifty-four, which puts this at number seventeen out of twenty-six, just one point behind Madman, and Bye-bye. two points above The Year of Living Dangerously, which means both of Sigourney's uh, endeavors in fake accent dumb <laughs> are right next to each other. I feel like where that's they a coincidence. I'm not I mad about. Not. I'm not mad about where that movie lives in our list. No, it's that's a Seems good place right. for it. It's we've certainly seen worse, but boy howdy, have we seen better? For sure, that we've seen true. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we've that's, seen uh, Dave. That about wraps it up, I think, for uh, for Heartbreakers. Um, Heartbreakers. Thank you. Good <laughs> 
And do we have oh, any? Uh, hold on. Do we have? Have we received any emails recently? Olivia? Get out of town. What? We have. Um, our good friend Lloyd sent us uh, a message. He's, uh, he's got some big news. Well, he we does. just lay it on us. He got a tattoo. Did he now? Of he our logo. Yep. Of my name. <laughs> Specifically, your face and Festunia hard body, <laughs> hard bargain, <laughs> not body. Sorry. Lloyd tells us, "Hello, Sigourmies. I can't believe it's been a year since you've been broad- broadcasting the Dreamweaver podcast. It's awesome. Thank you. Your work is much Thank appreciated." Thank you, Lloyd. As an aside, here, this is not Lloyd speaking. This is me. Lloyd is a gigantic Sigourney Weaver fan. Like mm-hmm. he he existed as a Sigourney Weaver fan before. We He's did so. So much of a Sigourney Weaver fan that the three of us are concerned. It's a little much. It's a lot. And we have it a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we we should know. <laughs> um, this so, is a joke, of course. We're not trying to kink shame Lloyd. But John <laughs> is. I'm going to stop talking now because I you should. what I say every time I open my mouth. Yep, what I do like about Lloyd's emails is uh-huh. that he gives us previews of what we're going to be enjoying <laughs> next. <laughs> And I'm not going to read it because I don't want to spoil anything for our <laughs> listeners, but I do like getting these previews. Hey, guess what, Lloyd? We're about three, four episodes ahead of you in terms of what we have recorded but not released. So. But he's like 10 episodes ahead of us oh, really? on, on like where on, we are in real time. Yeah. Yep. Like he's like telling us about movies that are like still like, like four, four episodes he's out telling us from about us. Avatar 2, which hasn't even been released yet. He's <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we, we really enjoy hearing from you. Lloyd, we, we, we see you trying to subtly influence our, <laughs> our opinions that we're going to give you later. But and we're, it's not going to work. It's not going to work <laughs> unless you get our logo tattooed on your body. Speaking of tattoos that Lloyd has got on his body, he sent us a photo of uh, his Sigourney Weaver tattoo that he mentioned way early on. Yeah. In yeah. Like one of our early episodes. Um, and... I got to say, it's phenomenal. It's excellent. It's absolutely wonderful. And I I just sent Lloyd an email and asked him if we can share it on our social media because I would really love for our listeners to be able to see it and just bathe in the glory that is that is Ripley. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, but on someone's like calf or something. I, I, I think that's probably the body part I'm seeing here. I hope it is. Lloyd. Um, <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd. You know what would be perfect, though? This patch on the on her <coughs> sleeve could easily have been um, our logo. But, you know. Wow. I, I'm, I'm not going to tell someone else what to get put on their body. Well, I think we, we did. Mm-hmm. And we already have. And we will continue to ask him to, uh, to do that. So. so here's the deal. Is that one other thing I definitely want to include uh, from Lloyd's email. Because we are not going to be reviewing Sigourney's t- TV only work. No, um, sadly. And, but Lloyd highly recommends that we watch political animals, uh, probably some of Sigourney's finest work, he says, and maybe some of her best lines ever, like, never call a bitch a bitch. Us bitches hate that. <laughs> and the line, she's a bitch with a capital C, which is <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. He like fun lines for sure. Um, but 
for shark stuff. Very bitch-centered lines. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lloyd also bitches, says apparently. in his email, uh, I think you talked about that there can't be a worse film than 1492 in her filmography. And he says that there is. It's a movie oh, no. called Tomboy, uh, to which I respond, if Tomboy is three hours long and engages in a lot of historical whitewashing, <laughs> then there is an argument to be made that it's worse than 1492. Otherwise, that to- that uh, that ignoble title will be held by that horrible awful movie but I, that you I don't know it, it could, could be, be really transphobic horrible. or something yeah. yeah well you know <laughs> i guess we only have one way to find they out they may be on par in different ways where where can people follow us on social media and where can they send us emails if they need to send us an email well on social media it's pretty simple it's just dreamweaver pod or at at dreamweaver pod but you you guys know that you, you can figure that part out. You've been on the internet before. You've been on the internet. You know how this works. Um, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, that's where we are. And then if you want to send us an email like Lloyd, good old Lloyd, um, you can send that to dreamweaverpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and what about what about you personally, Olivia? Personally, um I am on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is Olivia Beatty. And on Twitter, I am Drum Beatty. Nice. B-E-A-T-Y. Benjamin? You can follow me on Instagram at benaybear.com. That's at B-E-N-H-E-B-E-R-T-D-O-T-C-O-M. Or on Twitter.com at benaybear.com. That's A-T-B-E-N-H-E-B-E-R-T-D-O-T-C-O-M. I know we've been talking. I, I've said a lot that I don't use Twitter and Twitter is dead. But I've decided I'm going to start using it more often. So you can do that. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter um, at Festunia Hard Bargain, uh, which is an account that I'm currently in the process of making. Okay. Yeah. What about you, John? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ginder John. Uh, that's G-I-N-D-E-R-J-O-N. There is no H there. If you Don't see an you H, it's dare. a lie. That's um, a false. That That is... A, a criminal who's posing as John. I John. post a lot John. of pictures of pottery. Uh, one one pot that I'm particularly proud of just recently that I've thrown is in the shape of a Klein bottle. Uh, and now we are going to go into John's math corner here no, at the end of the sorry. episode. No, oh sorry. Let's, let's stop that. A uh, Klein bottle is a top. I'm going to interrupt this by saying manifold. that the uh, Twitter this is really interesting. at Festunia Hard Bargain yeah. is too long. You can still so you can just talking. follow can me just... at, at Festunia, F-E-S-T-O-O-N-I-A. So that's it for this episode of the uh, Dreamweaver podcast. Please share this with your friends if you like it. Send an email to the show if you want to talk to us. Uh, I think that's all we have for today. Olivia, John, y'all got anything else? Well, my name's Ben Hebert. I'm Olivia. I'm I'm John. I'm Festunia Hard Bargain. This has been the Dreamweaver podcast. Until next time, good night, shipheads. Good night. So a Klein bottle is a topological manifold in which the inside of the bottle is actually also the outside of the bottle, similar to a Mobius strip, but in three dimensions. Look at my Klein bottle.